This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 155. And the quote of the day is, if you lie down with dogs, you'll get up with fleas. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. There's over, you know, about 150 interviews with some of the world's greatest drummers. So you can check them all out at drummersresource.com. And I appreciate you listening to this one. And want to talk about practice for a second. And one of, it's one of the heated debates in the podcast. Or not a heated debate, but something that we talk about a lot because everybody has a different way of practicing. But... There's one thing that guys like Calvin Rogers and Mark Giuliana have in common when it comes to practicing and a bunch of other guys that seem like they progress a lot quicker than everybody else. And Nate over at the 8020drummer.com has figured this out as, as he's worked it out into a science of how these people practice. And the great thing is if you go to the 8020drummer.com forward slash drummers resource, Nate's going to send you a bunch of videos that explains this scientific process and actually actually helps you practice better. So if you're trying to improve the way that you're practicing and get more out of your practice routine, head over to the 8020drummer.com forward slash drummers resource. Speaking of stepping things up, I want to talk about improving and stepping up your network and your relationships. And Jim Rohn said that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Meaning if you take all of the people that you spend the most amount of time with, if you take their salary and divide it, you probably make around the same amount of money that they do. And if you're, you know, as a musician, you're probably playing with the same level musicians that you hang out with and you know everything in terms of where you're at in your life is usually around the same as everybody else you know it's like billionaires hang out with billionaires and broke people hang out with broke people and and artists hang out with artists and things like that so which is great but inside of all of those relationships there's good people and there's bad people that are either bringing you up or they're pulling you down. So, and you know, when you have people that are, that are pulling you down inside of your relationship, you got to get rid of those people. So I'm suggesting, and it's a tough thing to do, but suggesting that you sort of audit the people that you're spending the most amount of time with and really evaluate whether they're helping you along the way, or they're hurting you along the way, whether they're positive or negative, whether they're encouraging or discouraging, you know, and it doesn't seem like much a a snide comment here or there or someone saying, ah, you can't do that or "Ah, that'll never work or something like that. But over the course of a year or two years or three years of all of that negativity, that stuff starts to get inside of your head. And so after a while, you'll start to believe that sort of thing. And it's the same thing as the musicians that you're playing with on stage. You want to be playing with musicians who are better than you, who are pushing you, who are, you know, are making you rise to that occasion. So 
when you have friends that are pulling you down, you're going to get pulled down with them. It's like the crab in the bucket theory that if you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket and one tries to escape, all the other crabs will attack the crab until it gets back into the bucket. And if it keeps trying to get out, they'll actually kill the crab. And friends do the same thing. Or I, I use the term friends loosely because... You know, some people are just negative by nature and they don't realize they're not doing it purposely to harm you or purposely to pull you down. But it happens. And these don't even have to be your necessarily your friends. It could be your your colleagues at work that are, you know, it could be the people in the band that maybe you're not friends with, but you spend a lot of time with them because you're in a band with them, whatever the case may be. I want to use the broad stroke of of relationships and your network and the people that you spend the most amount of time with. And I I want you to really audit all of those relationships and sort of look at it and ask yourself the question if they're positive or negative. Are they helping you grow? You know, are, are their girl, their goals aligned with yours? And then from there, start to figure out, OK, what people do I need to start spending a little less time with and what time what people do I need to start spending more time with and it's it's a bit sad because you know if you're spending a lot of time with these people most I'm guessing that it's probably a friend of yours you know unless it's people that you just see at work all the time or whatever and you're not friends with them but it's hard to to face the facts that maybe you've grown out of a relationship or maybe you know your goals have changed in comparison to what they were five years ago, you know, like I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And a lot of my relationships that I had five years ago, I don't spend as much time with them, not because I dislike the people, but you know, there's some things that I'm trying to accomplish that, that maybe are on the goals or on the radar, I should say of other people and, you know, hanging out with them on a day-to-day basis. I don't want to get in the same mindset as them, because I want to be in the same mindset of people who are pushing and who are trying to achieve and who are trying to accomplish things. I want to be around like-minded people because guaranteed, I don't care how positive you are, you start hanging out with a bunch of negative people, you're going to start being negative, you're going to start being cynical. If they're lazy, you're going to be lazy. All the uh, you can't have you can't have a positive life with a negative attitude. So you got to get that that negativity out of your life and it's it's a hard thing to do in the beginning, because it could be really close friends that you've been friends with for 20 years. It could be family members, you know, like it, that that's the hardest part is the family because I'm so close with my family and, you know, but sometimes if sometimes people aren't as close with their family or sometimes people's families are extremely negative and you got to get that sort of negativity out of your life. You really do. So, Audit these relationships, look whether, you know, whether they're good for you or whether they're bad for you. And I would start with like, pay attention to just say, okay, who's the people that, who's the five people that I spend the most amount of time with? And then who's some other people that I want to start spending more time with. So look at the people that you spend the most amount of time with and evaluate those relationships and figure out who you shouldn't be spending time with, who you should be spending time with. But then also look at some other people and say, okay, here's five people that I really want to work towards spending a lot more time with these people because these people are going to help me grow. These people, and I don't mean that in a what can they do for me sort of thing, but these people are of the same mindset or these people are positive or these people are, you know, are are going in the direction that I want to be going or operating at a level that I want to be operating at. And those are the people that I want to start hanging out with more. And 
I'm going to take a quick second to let you know about something cool from Dream Symbols, and then we're going to jump into how you can actually start making connections with these other people to start growing your your network and expanding this network to a more positive place. If you're anything like me, you don't like the price of symbols. And here's an interesting way for you to save some money on symbols. So Dream has a recycling program, Dream Symbols, and you can bring in any old or crack symbol. It doesn't have to be a Dream Symbol, any other symbol. And participating stores will give you a dollar per inch off of your next Dream Symbol. So if you bring in a 16-inch symbol and another 16 inch symbol that'll give you $32 off of your next purchase of a dream symbol. So not only would you be purchasing dream, which are already priced lower than all the competitors, but then you get to save extra money because of the symbols that you're bringing in. And they don't just take those symbols and throw them away. They take the cracked ones, they melt them back down and then they make their crotales out of it and they make their crop circle effect symbol that they developed with Scott Pellegrim. And it's basically a symbol uh, ring that has some jingles on it. You can use it on the hi-hat or on the toms or on the floor tom or on the snare drum. Just a really cool effect symbol. So not only are you buying a symbol that's below everybody else's prices, not only are you saving money by trading in some symbols, but then you're also recycling that metal to make other symbols out of it, which is a really cool concept. So to learn more about the whole thing, you can go to dreamsymbols.com and that's definitely a great way for you to save some bread. Okay, so let's talk about some ways that you can improve and grow and upgrade these relationships. The first thing I would suggest is start with the relationships that you already have. So, you know, I consider that the low hanging fruit of evaluating the people that you want to start spending more time with and really make a conscious effort to spark to excuse me start spending more time with these people so when i moved to the new york area i started hanging out with people started meeting people and and after a while i sort of had this network of people that i knew and that i hung out with and then i decided who i wanted to spend more time with and who i wanted to spend less time with merely from a a synergy in our way of thinking and our way of going about our daily lives. So start with the relationships that you already have that you know are positive relationships and grow them and spend more time with those people. You might as well start with the people that you already know. Aside from there, I would check out, there's a website called Meetup that you can find people who are interested in the same thing that you are in your area. So for me, when I was starting podcasting and really getting into the tech side of things, I go, I mean, I still go to a lot of tech meetups here in either in Hoboken or New York or, you know, in the surrounding areas to interact, mingle with, and learn from people who are in the industry, have been in the industry longer than I have, who know more than I do, and then start to foster relationships with them, find some common ground, ask to go out for coffee. It's almost, you know, you're you're courting a person almost like you're like you want to date them, but people value other relationships too. So if you can if you can provide some sort of value into the relationship or, you know, sort of sort of lay it all on the line and be honest and say, hey, look, I really appreciate and, and respect the things that you do and I'd love to learn a little bit more from you. Uh, so that 
you don't want to go too far into the into the mentorship role more of uh you know sort of staying in that in that front not that mentors are bad but we're talking about specifically about friendships and relationships of about spending more time with people so uh so that was another thing i did like go you know go to all these meetups and networking events and, th- and there's other sites other than meetup but uh that's one that i that i found was pretty cool uh another thing uh, that i use meetup for is i want to continue to practice my italian so i found an italian meetup here in in my town and so every other thursday you can go to this place and hang out and speak italian so it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be necessarily something that's going to help you succeed you know financially or something like that but one of my main goals was to learn to to continuously practice my italian so i wanted to find people who had the same interests so i found these people on meetup and and went and did that Uh, another thing is cold calling people and or cold emailing nowadays and introducing yourself finding some synergy between you guys and say you know i would love to meet for coffee or something like that and you'd be surprised dylan wissing prime example is a good friend of mine who lives here in town and i saw his there was a newspaper article like the local newspaper about him. He had just recorded the Alicia Keys uh, girl on fire. It just came out. It was a big hit. And I saw that he was in Hoboken and I was like, Oh man, let me shoot this guy an email. He got back to me. We met for coffee and uh, ever since then sort of developed this relationship. And now, you know, now we're good friends. We talk all the time. So it's just, uh, you know, and that was, if I didn't, cold call him or cold email him, then I would have never developed that relationship at all. So don't be afraid to reach out to people. Now, same thing that I mentioned about, you know, you don't want to go, you don't want to email Elon Musk and say, Hey, do you want to meet for coffee or Tim Ferriss or somebody like that? But find people who are a little bit above where you are and, you know, and, or, just find people who are doing some more positive things, uh, you know, than and, and that are doing things that you want to be doing and, and connect with them. So, um, yeah, that's one of the biggest things is just starting small and not trying to dive into all that. So, uh, to recap all of this stuff, I, you know, there's a, two sides to this one. It's auditing the current relationships that you have, figuring out who's positive and who's negative, And then, finding other people one that you're already friends with that you want to spend more time with and then finding other people outside that you're not friends with and start networking with them and start spending more time with them because you are the company that you keep so the more that you can get yourself around positive go-getter you know motivated uh people that are that that have a good outlook on life it's going to rub off on you. It's going to help you grow. And I use the analogy of being on stage with a bunch of musicians. If you play with a bunch of musicians that are better than you, I guarantee you, you're going to get pulled up to their level may take a little while, but you'll get there. And it's just, it's a growth strategy and it's growth hacking because really it's going to help you grow exponentially. You hanging out with five positive people for six months is going to do well more than, you know, reading a hundred books about, positivity or whatever it is because these people actually personify it and it's going to rub off on you same way negativity does so audit those relationships i hope this helps you and i hope it makes you think a little bit about the people that you're hanging out with and and realizing that that you truly are the company that you keep and uh i hope you dug it i'll be talking to you soon check me out on facebook instagram twitter all that you know the deal peace